Hi, everybody. It's Rockin' John. Now hear this. When you touch my hand and you talk sweet talk, I get a knocking in my knees and a wobble in my walk, and I'm trembling. And I'm shaking. And talk romance My heart starts doing the same fighters dance And I'm panting And I'm shaking Early in the morning time Late in the middle of the night Whenever this chill comes over me I wanna hug you with all of my might And, and I'm sweating And I'm shaking Fever, I've been told, makes your head spin around and your feet run cold. I got fever, and I'm shaking. Feel like I've been run through the mill. I can't move around and I can't stand still. I'm so jittery, and I'm shaking. Samson was a mighty good man, strongest in his day. And then along came Delilah and Cliffy's wig And it looks like it took me the same old way So I'm nervous And I'm shaking Storm rocks a ship on the sea The wind shakes the leaves on a tree I'm like a nervous wreck I'm all shook up And that's what you are doing to me Cause, cause I'm jumping And I'm shaking and I'm jumping And I'm shaking Shaking, 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 shaking Oh yeah Oh, 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. Joe, it looks like it's just you and me, man. I like to do to you, tell you how to love for more. I like to reggae, but you move and dance too fast for me. I like to make love to you, so you make me scream. <laughs>
give it up for him. <laughs> we opened the set with I'm Shaken by the Blasters. I don't even know what to say. Other than- oh, I think if there was a song that was destined to start and now hear this podcast. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Oh, it is. And uh, yeah, that's, that's why I picked it. And uh, I mean, I remember hearing this song when it came out. God, I was working in a record store, I think 1981. It's, it's good. I like this song. And it is a great opener. The point is, one of the things about this song is that it's a great rocker. And it swings. I mean, and it has humor. The moment I heard that Blaster song, I knew we had to follow it with a Terry Evans track called Shakespeare Didn't Write That. Now, Terry Evans was a great R&B, blues, and soul singer who did a lot of work with Ry Cooter. And Ry Cooter is all over this track, all over the record this came from. And the whole thing is slippery and slidey and bluesy. It reminds me of sort of that Ricky Lee Jones blue swing jive thing and it just seemed like it, it had to come after the blasters track it had to after that we played uh i'm looking through you by the beatles now this is the version that comes off of beatles anthology number two although it's very similar to the version on rubber soul it's a little not different for instance there are all sorts of little uh instrumental flourishes that aren't there And then there are other instrumental flourishes, especially on George's, I guess it's a classical guitar he's playing, that hint at what was to come. But it is a finished track because you can hear they they did harmony vocals on it. But it's pretty cool to hear. And it goes at a a different beat. And you'll hear, the, as you heard, the the clicking at the beginning is uh, kind of unusual for a Beatles record to start out that way. Was that clapping or was it clicking? I'm not sure what it was. I think it's clapping, but it's like, it's you know, it's it's it's... It was probably recorded, so it kind of sounds like castanets being hit one at a time. And that went into one of John's favorite songs. Yeah, Rockin' Around NYC. I think we're really talking about segues. When you play one song and you say, oh, it's got to be followed by this one. Yeah. That Marshall Crenshaw debut album, oh, what a winner. Oh, gosh. Once again, I was working at a record store when that came out. And nobody knew who he was. And I'll tell you, you just played it in the store and it became more and more popular. It's also, in my opinion, Marshall Crenshaw's best album. It was made with a trio, and I think part of the trio was his brother was on bass, and I've forgotten who the drummer was, but what a trio. I mean, those are just three guys playing that. He also had a recipe that every song repeated. In other words, it went halfway through the song, and then the second half was the same as the yep, first just half. like I Need Mine by the Beatles. <laughs> Funny. And then we finished that with one of my favorite live tracks uh, in recent months. And that's a Wolfpack song. They're doing Boogie on Reggae Woman. and it's The just, old Stevie Wonder classic. Just Joe Dart, the bass player. Yeah. And who's the singer that everybody loves on Oh, that? gosh. I can't remember their names. <laughs> that's one of the things I love about them the most. Is I don't even know who they are, but the music I love. Anyway, it's so great. Just voice mm-hmm. and bass. And it's just funny and funky. And then the keyboard player comes in, purposely playing in a different key for a moment. And then he sort of clicks in and everything goes. I got to tell you, folks, Wolfpeck, V-U-L-F-P-E-C-K. You got to check them out. They're so good. Go to their YouTube channel and just pick anything. They're just so good. I like these set of five songs a lot. Yeah. This next set starts with Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby which is from a rockabilly session called Blue Suede Shoes that was filmed in 1985. And it was only available on VHS for a long, long time. My buddy Mike Conley got it for me for Christmas that year. 
our buddy, Mike Connolly. It's uh, Carl Perkins with Eric Clapton, Ringo Starr, Slim Jim Phantom from the... Uh, Ryan Setzer. But yeah, yeah, exactly. George Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, it's sung yeah. by George Harrison, who'd been underground for about three years doing movies. And boy, was it a return to form. I mean, he just picks it like he did in the Beatles. He's fully there. You, you realize the magic of the Beatles when you're watching his body language and hearing him sing. You understand why they were just so good. Also, this is one of those wonderful and rare occasions where all of these stars get together and the music is as good as you would want it to be and much better than the photograph. Usually the photograph is the best thing you're going to get exactly. out of Exactly. The other thing, too, is this is before the days of guest stars all over records, you know, just to help them sell. But the current stars of the day, like, going on stage with the Rolling Stones and everything. As John said, this is like five or six guys that adore Carl Perkins and just look up to him and always have, and they're all friends with him. And he was still in really fine form, and everybody's having a blast. It's so apparent, and there are all these different scenes like where they're just sitting around with acoustic guitars. But they're all playing for real. They're yeah, digging they're in. They're playing They're well. focused. They're tight. And they're working with each other, yeah, which is a rarity yeah, when Dave you got Edmonds a bunch of stars. Dave Edmonds was one of those guys, too. What? Dave Edmonds was part of this. That's right. That's right. That's when Dave Edmonds was producing all these guys, like the Everly Brothers, George Harrison, etc. And that's followed by a very obscure song by Robert Palmer. I think Robert Palmer was a great talent and an even greater singer because nobody sounded like him. And this is from a very obscure album of his called Maybe It's Live. And it's called Maybe It's Live because half of it is live recordings of Robert Palmer in concert with what sound like suspiciously perfect backing tapes. <laughs> but he's singing live. Anyway, this comes from the other side of the album, which uh, was an all-studio album with all new songs. And this is a song called Maybe It's You. And it always just grabbed me. It's, uh, it goes back to 1982, I think, right before he got really big with Power Station and all that stuff. It's unusual, and it's rocking, and it's different. But well, it's catchy. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I think the chorus is totally first rate. Yes. And one of the things he does, which I'm always a fan of, is the repetition. Maybe it's me, maybe it's you, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your yeah, mother, yeah. maybe, right. maybe, maybe. And it's a wonderful hook, and he just nails it. And it just seemed to segue perfectly into Dirty Water, which is a demo from Pete Townsend's first demo collection called Scoop. Uh, Dirty Water is interesting because it was written for Pete's first solo album, Empty Glass, which is a classic, of course. But it features future Who drummer Kenny Jones. I think it's a great, great song and more than a demo. But I think Kenny Jones is playing on this is what he should have been playing with The Who. He's so locked in. He's so grooving and so on top of it and just meshing perfectly with Townsend's rocking. But I'll never get over how little I like his tom-tom sound in that era. <laughs> get over it. Yeah, I will. <laughs> well, I took some honey from a tree Dressed it up in the cold
George. Hey, you and Dave and I got, was kicking around a day or two ago with an old song I had, and I love the way you cats kick it off, so let's do it together, call your true love. You want to? One, two.
The next section starts with a song that you've never heard, probably, unless you're a huge XDC fan and have the Fuzzy Warbles collection of Andy Partridge's demos. Here's a song that never made it onto an XTC album. I don't think it was ever professionally recorded. And a demo called I Gave My Suitcase Away, which has it all. I mean, it's so Beatlesque, it's unusual, but it's so catchy. I mean, what he did in his shed, as he calls it, with all the instruments. I mean, it's just such a great song. He sings it well. It grooves, but it's bouncy. You, wait till you hear John had always been wanting to get the You Can't Do That. This is the alternate version, but You Can't Do That, which is a medley of Beatles songs by Harry Nilsson uh, before he was famous. And he just strings so many Beatles songs, you, you can't even keep count. And it's, well, tell me why you, tell us why you like it so much, because it was really your pick, and we were just looking for the right time. Well, this was the right time because, again, the song before it says, hey, why don't you play me now? Yeah. <laughs> and I've always loved when people have taken snippets of Beatles songs and parked them next to each other. And I actually have a couple of actual Beatle tracks that have done that as well. Yes. But this one is, is sort of close to my heart. I think Harry yeah. Nielsen is a wonderful artist who did it uh, out of pure love pure rather love. than out of any kind of experimentation. Yeah, and other, other than the, uh, the songs he'd written for others throughout the 60s, this was really his first hit, such as it was. It was what got the Beatles' attention. Uh, apparently, their uh, publicist, Derek Taylor, thought it was so great, he took copies to England, gave one copy to each of the Beatles, and they each called Harry up, according to Harry, one at a time, just saying how much they loved it. Actually, in 1968, the Beatles were asked who their favorite band was, and each one of them said Harry Nilsson. <laughs> Naturally, that led into a song by Ben Queller off his first solo album called I Need You Back. It's just another one of those really catchy, I wouldn't call this one Beatlesque, but a really catchy song with great, great melody line, great lyrics, and great guitar playing. And I'm not usually somebody that focuses on guitar playing, but he does all the parts, and they're kind of a call and response, and it really works, really enhances the song. Say 
We start this segment with a song from Buckingham Nicks, which was Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks before they joined Fleetwood Mac. It's a real rockin' song off the only duet album they ever did. The name of the song is Don't Let Me Down Again. This is the studio version, and it's a really, really happening song. They had it before they joined Fleetwood Mac, and I think that's why they were asked to join Fleetwood Mac. This song was done by Fleetwood Mac on their 1979 tour, and can be found on an album called Fleetwood Mac Live from 1980. But you know what? It's a close call, but today anyway, I went with the studio version. Yeah, yeah. this one feels, to me, without having a history of Fleetwood Mac in my backyard, I thought, oh, this is Fleetwood Mac. This is good Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. I had no idea that it wasn't the whole band. And what's uh, sad is, other than a, a handful of tracks that have appeared on Lindsey Buckingham or Stevie Nicks's, uh Uh, respective retrospectives, Buckingham Nicks has never been issued on CD, nor is it available on LP or any other format. Apparently, they talk about it all the time. Keith Olsen, the producer, told me years ago that he had done a, a remix and it was coming out and he just had to have Stevie approve it and it just never happened. It's one of the great missing albums. If you ever had to go, okay, what hasn't come out in the digital age? This is top of a lot of people's lists. Mm. Then the next song surprised the heck out of me. <laughs> I mean, I love the song, yeah. but if you gave me three bands or two bands, I never would have guessed the song itself was done by Deep Purple. Yes, and I, that's my main thing on this song. If we didn't tell you it was Deep Purple, I don't know who you'd think it oh, was. Oh, it's the ultimate spinach. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Getting Tighter. <laughs> And it came off uh, Deep Purple's 1975 Come Taste the Band album, which is notable because the guitar player that took over for Richie Blackmore was none other than Tommy Bolin. Working with Tommy Bolin, Glenn Hughes, David Coverdale, and of course Ian Pace on drums, it's just so Deep Purple because you've got John Lord's organ, that sound. But yet it's funky. This is where you really learn that Ian Pace, he isn't a hard rock drummer. He knows how to swing and swing big time. That's a great, great surprise track. Yep. I'm glad you found it.
This segment starts with If I Were King of the Forest from the Wizard of Oz soundtrack. Bert Lahr. Uh, you know, <laughs> courage. courage. I love this song. I, 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 John, <laughs> once again, had been waiting for a while. He has a whole collection of this stuff. <laughs> and he just, he waits for the right moment. Anyway, and after that, it, it goes into uh, a live version of one of my all-time favorite Pete Townsend songs. Mine too. A Friend is a Friend. I love the message of this song, and I love this particular live version. Yes. And I think Townsend is just, you get his heart, you get the song. This is great. I remember when you and I first heard this way back in 1989 when it came out. I think I came running to your office, and you'd already heard it. And I was just like, have you heard the new Townsend song on the radio? And we we must have talked for an hour and got no work done. Uh, Well... (laughs) I love the song, and I love this version. Enjoy. And we decided to put uh, a song, kind of an obscure Procol Harum song, from an album they did in 1974 called Exotic Birds and Fruit. And it's kind of been that album, and a lot of Procol Harum albums have been forgotten about. This is a song that opened the album called Nothing But the Truth. It's just got that buildup that, you know, you think when you think of some Procol Harum songs, they just get bigger and bigger. And just keeping the same riffs and the same choruses and the same verses going, but somehow they get bigger and more enhanced and they don't sound like the same ones. It's just a very clever way of producing where you build it without people realizing it's slowly being built until it's at a crescendo, you know? And you get Gary Brooker's great, great voice. Oh, God. Gary Brooker, one of a kind. What a great voice. If I were king of the forest, not queen, not duke, not prince, my regal robes of the forest, would be satin, a knot of a cotton, a knot chins. I'd command each thing be a fish or fowl with a whoosh and a whoosh and a royal growl. As I'd click my heel, all the trees would kneel and the mountains bow and the bulls bow And the sparrow would... Take we fie, fie, where a king. Each rabbit would show respect to me. The chipmunks genuflect to me. Though my tail would lash, I would show compassion for every underling. I shall wait. Ah, 
guitar solo. Thank you, Cleveland, China, Billy, thank you. Is it on, Tommy? It seems as clear as yesterday We saw it in Came insanity, an awful gaping scream. So sad to see such emptiness, so sad to see such tears. And heaped up leaves of bitterness turn moldy.
seems as clear as yesterday They cast us in the deep We lie in darkest night for good segment with a wonderful version of Aretha Franklin singing a cappella, the song Wonderful. I mean, you just get the soul, you get the spunk, you get the spirit, you realize that with Aretha Franklin, everything is in the vocal, and that's what you're getting here, is just that vocal. You know, more and more I realize what an artist she was. Not a singer, not not a, a diva or whatever, although she played that role. What an artist she was. I mean, just that voice and what she did with it. She knew what she was doing. I've read enough interviews and seen her talking. You know, she wasn't just a savant that was channeling this thing. She was the real deal, and she knew how to work it. She knew how to control it. This is a great example. Yeah, it is. And I love the little jazz scouting at the end. Yes, yes. And, of course, that leads us to a wonderful little guitar instrumental called Bistro Fada. You all may know this because it was the main guitar theme in the Woody Allen movie, Midnight in Paris. I love the movie, and I love this song. Enjoy. Feels like I've seen you before. Maybe in a past life, you were mine and I was yours. Because the vibe we share feels so comfortable. Is it possible someone can make me lose control? Look what you've done to me, mm. finding, finding it hard to breathe. Cause I just can't believe you're feeling me like I'm feeling you. I had to pinch myself, oh. cause nobody yeah, yeah. else giving me such a chill. And made me feel the way yeah, that you do I just gotta let you know In case you didn't know I, 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 I think you're wonderful There's this thing you do to me That thing that makes me weak Baby, I, 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 I think you're wonderful Questioning what this is, if it's too good to be true I don't want to fool myself cause I'm falling hard for you Giving me that old school love, saying I'm the only one Showing me in so many ways that you're crazy for me Look what you've done to me, oh, finding it hard to breathe Cause I just can't believe you're feeling me like I'm feeling you I had to pinch myself Cause nobody else Giving me such a chill And made me feel the way I had to do I just gotta let you know 
one and one half wandering Jews, free to wander wherever they choose, are traveling together in the sangre de Cristo, in the blood of Christ mountains of New Mexico. On the last leg of a journey they started a long time ago, the arc of a love affair, rainbows in the high desert air, mountain passes slipping into stones, hearts and bones, hearts and Hearts and bones Thinking back to the season before Looking back through the cracks of the door Two people were married The act was outrageous The bride was contagious She burned like a bride These events may have had some effect On the man with the girl by his side The arc of a love affair His hands rolling down her hair Love like lightning shaking till it moves Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones And whoa, 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 she said Why, why don't we drive through the night We'll wake up down in Mexico This is how I love you, baby. This is how I love you, baby. Their hearts and their bones 
money won't come undone Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones Hearts and bones That's what we're talking about. 